Welcome to the Brentwood School Podcast, the place where we talk to staff, parents and pupils to find out more about life within the school. This is the place to keep up to date and in touch with our community. So let's get into this episode right now of the Brentwood School Podcast. In this episode, we discuss the role of preposters at Brentwood School. We meet the newly appointed head of school, Cameron. We find out what that role involves. We're also going to meet some of the deputy sixth form preposters, Isabel, Sammy and James. We'll hear more about Cameron and Isabel's time at Brentwood and what Sammy and James get up to. We also ask what their advice would be to the young pupils who are going to be starting at Brentwood School. We'll talk about the school's combined cadet force, and we'll look to the future for all of our preposters. So let's meet, first of all, Cameron. Congratulations, Cameron, on being appointed head of school. Thank you. What does it mean? What do you have to do? Well, so the, the, the main thing about being head of school is kind of acting as a, a connection between staff and students. So obviously the, the main thing which the head of school kind of oversees is the student council. So looking at problems that students are having and turning that into a solution which, which um, staff can, can then work to achieve. And also organising the senior pre's and making sure that we have enough senior pre's for events, um, for like taster days, things like that. Basically making, making sure that we're promoting the best image of the school that we possibly can. I said you were newly appointed. How, how far into the role are you? So yeah, only, only about a month ago it started. So yeah, no, only, only just started. So it'll be from September, I'll start upper six and then do, uh, complete the role until then turn next year. So, yeah. so, so I can tell you're enthusiastic. You're looking forward to it. How are you yeah. selected? Are you selected by the staff or the pupils? How are you selected? So it's quite a long process. So we started with the senior pre um, application. So everyone that wanted to become one submits a, a paper application. And then they ranked uh, students in the year based on um, a, a whole load of different things. So the application, the interview, house nominations, teacher nominations. And then from there, uh, they choose deputy heads. And then the deputy heads have interviews to choose the head of school. That's some process. <laughs> worse yeah, worse right. than a job interview, but a good good practice, I think. Okay, now we talked about the pre's. I'm glad you said pre's because I didn't fancy saying preposterous for the whole of the interview. <laughs> so am I all right to call them pre's? Fantastic. So tell me more about the preposter. How did this come into being? So it was it was first uh, first came at uh, Eton and Winchester School in 15th century, and then the first prefect started at, at Brentwood in uh, 1871. So that was when the headmaster was Edwin Bean at that time, and he he introduced the prefects but called them preposters and that was from Clifton School that he, he came up with that custom so yeah that's how it came to be. It's an interesting term I did a little bit of research and apparently they used to call some, some monks were called preposters that's where it originally came before the uh, before the other schools used them but it's a great term I like it so we'll stick with the pre's and how do you become a pre? Well yes yeah, so it's, it's basically a combination of so you submit um, an application to uh, to the sixth form team and then after that you have to go through interviews and then uh, from there, they, they choose the people which they think will work in, in a specific area of the school best. So, for example, there might be you might be a pre in outdoor activities or a pre in service. Um, and then they choose the candidates who, who would 
best be able to fulfil that role. Sounds like a really great system and it must be a lovely thing for, for other pupils coming up through the school to uh, actually aspire to. Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah. So how long have you been at school? And uh, tell me, how would you describe Brentwood? Well, I started Brentwood in year two and uh, very much so in, in the last seven years being at the senior school. It, it feels like a lot more than just, you know, the classroom lessons, especially we're constantly doing things. It's a really busy school. There's always something going on. And if you ask one person at random, it's likely that they're going to be involved in some aspects of the school and they're going to be doing a lot more than just a six period day. Um, I really like the fact that, that all of that is always happening and there's always something going on that, that's outside the classroom in addition just to just um, the, the classroom learning. So, If you were asked to d- describe it in a couple of words to somebody outside, what do you think sets Brentwood apart? I think this sense of community more than anything else. It goes much beyond just, just the classroom. So you're sixth form? And mm-hmm. you're following one sixth form pathway. There are various, aren't they? So which pathway yes. are you following? The IB pathway, so the International Baccalaureate pathway is what I'm doing. Yeah, tell me a little bit more about that. So as opposed to the A-levels, what you do is six subjects. So you do still only three at a higher level, but you can also do three standard level subjects. So it's, it's, it's ideal for someone who might not necessarily know exactly what subjects they want to continue with yet. And um, in addition to the six subjects, you also have to complete various projects. So the EE, which is a bit like the EPQ, so it's an extended essay. You do a CAS project and experience, which is a bit like DOV. So you do um, some activities in service, some in activity and some in creativity. And then there's also a a TOK course, which is theory of knowledge. So looking at, for example, in maths, how how do we know if if a proof is really certain or how can we prove that something exists? Looking at those kinds of philosophical questions behind every every subject area. Yeah, I'm very jealous and didn't have the opportunity to do IB. But why did you particularly go this route? Well, it was a combination of not really knowing exactly what I wanted to do at university. So wanting to have that kind of, you know, I've always had a a bit of a a trouble specialising in one particular subject because I think, you know, subjects go really well together. I really enjoy doing music and, and literature and things like that, but I also enjoy mathematics and sciences so it's nice to have that mix and that that was something that the IB gave that the A-level course didn't necessarily give and also quite nice that you can do a lot of coursework before you actually do your exams so that's it gives a nice combination of that in the IB Cameron I'm beginning to see why they appointed you head of school You're a talented gentleman. And now I think you have with you Sammy and Isabel and James. And I know that uh, perhaps they're doing slightly different paths. Shall we bring them in to have a chat? So hi, Sammy. Hi, Isabel and James. I have to tell you, if you're listening to this, that James is head and shoulders above, above everybody in the room. And, uh, but, but still still young yet. So Isabel, let's just talk to you. What path are, are you taking? I'm taking A-levels. I'm doing PE, biology and maths. So I'm really enjoying it so far. Yeah. And Sammy, what about you? I take A-levels in maths, further maths, physics and music. That's a fistful, isn't it? (laughs) James, what are you doing? I'm also on the A-level route and I'm doing history, uh, geography and English literature. So tell me a little bit more, perhaps Isabel, but we'll bring you in first. How long have you been at Brentwood and describe your experiences there? I've been at Brentwood since year one in the prep. And I would describe the school as like an extended family, like they're always there to support me and encourage me, whatever I'm doing, whether it's academic or sports or drama or anything. And they've really like given me the confidence to find who I am and who I want to be in the future. And without their support, I don't think I would have be able to do that. Wonderful. Sammy, how long have you been there? What are your thoughts? I've been here since year four of the prep. 
and then I was lucky enough to get a scholarship so I could continue and here we are now. So it's been almost 10 years, I think. <laughs> it's interesting about scholarships because I've talked to other people who've got scholarships. Do, do you find a particular sort of pressure on you to do very well or are you a bit more relaxed than that? I think it's not so much pressure as it is to just be expected to take part in, you know, because I have a, a music scholarship. So I'll do all the orchestras and choirs and things. But it doesn't feel like an obligation. It it genuinely feels like just taking part in something fun. Now, I saw your face light up when you talked about music. So it's obviously your passion as well, is it? Yes. So go on, make me feel jealous. How many instruments do you play? The piano and the violin. But the school also offers a lot of opportunities to learn so many different instruments. And as a music scholar, you can have two free music lessons for two instruments. Oh, wonderful, wonderful thing to be able to do. James, I'm thinking at your, at your height up there <laughs> in the clouds, you're probably a good sportsman. Tell me a little bit more about your time at Brentwood and, and what you like best. Sure. So I've been at Brentwood right through the whole, the whole time since nursery, so since I've been three. Um, so like Sammy, uh, I'm also on a scholarship for the sixth form, but mine's um, sort of more academic based. But yeah, so coming to rugby, that's my main hobby outside the school life. So I've been playing sort of all the way through the prep and into the, uh, into the sixth form. Um, I've been lucky to sort of represent each age group all the way through. Now sort of um, I'm representing the first team at school and some sort of external accolades as well. So I play at club, club level as well. So yeah. I wouldn't want to come across you on a rugby pitch. <laughs> Scary sight, I think, James. Thank you for telling us that. Now, I know I'm going to ask all three of you. I know that, that, that Brentwood isn't just about academic subjects. We've, we've touched on some of the sporting things, but there are so many other things I think you all get involved in. Isabel, I know you do sports. Anything else that you've been involved in throughout your, your long time at Brentwood? Yeah, I am also do a lot of dance. I'm also in a dance scholarship as well. And all the dance productions that happen every year, get really involved with that and they're always so fun from the rehearsals to the dress rehearsals to the final performance you can just tell it's such a great atmosphere and everyone just gets along so well to produce such a great performance also winter musicals such as like Sister Act was our last one back in December and again they're always such a laugh and it's a great show by the end of it. When you talk about dance what sort of dance is that? Does it encompass a whole breadth of dance genres? Yeah it goes from contemporary to hip-hop to tap ballet everything the school will just offer anything. Contemporary. I love it. You're very lucky. <laughs> Sammy, what about you? What other things do you get up to at Brentwood? I think when Isabel mentioned the winter musicals, it is a whole collective performing arts department effort. It's great because there's a band, there's tech team, there's dancers, there's actors and singers. It is a great experience. We also have a lot of concerts outside of that as well on wonderful Steinway pianos, being Gosh. a Steinway <laughs> It sounds even, even more wonderful now. I, I'm very surprised that any of you have any time to study, but I know you do. You manage to pack it in. I mean, they do say that, uh, you know, if you want something done, ask a busy person. And I guess all of you would agree you're very busy, yes? Most definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely, yeah. OK, let's bring Cameron back in, because I was just going to ask him. There's something else that I understand he's involved in, and that's Model United Nations. Tell me more, Cameron. Yeah, I mean, so I, I kind of discovered this through having done public speaking so it's it, it kind of takes that to a whole new level it brings it brings a lot of different areas in into one thing so obviously we're replicating the united nations so 
it will involve mostly being able to to do a conference with you know 20 other people 30 other people um, representing a country and and basically we're working together to produce a resolution to a specific conflict so it might be we looked at the Yemen conflict the other day uh, we've done COVID we've looked at the Ukraine crisis we've done uh, we've done everything and it's you know it's obviously really good activity to do alongside a politics course or a geography course um, or even just for fun and to build up your skills in public speaking things like that so yeah it's been it's been really enjoyable sounds fascinating what country do you represent Cameron it varies so we, we do oh, different get given one <laughs> yeah yeah um, or yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's um, it's nice to nice to come from different angles every every time. I have to ask if it's United Nations. Does somebody get Russia? Yes, sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> there can be quite heated debates, but yeah, no. Uh... It sounds excellent. Absolutely excellent. And as if there wasn't enough to be getting on with, the CCF, Schools Combined Cadet Force, uh, ever a a popular thing. You obviously have it at Brentwood. Tell me more. Yes, so we offer three, there's obviously the three different strands. So you've got Royal Navy, which is all things um, in the sea and in the water. Then you've got Royal Air Force, which is uh, obviously everything in the air. And then uh, Army, which is everything on the lands. Are you a part of that? Yes, so I'm in the Royal Air Force and so is Sammy as well. So yeah, and that's every Friday afternoon we do that. What kind of things do you do? I mean, is it is it fitting you to actually go flying? Do you get to go flying? Yeah, well, I think you're going flying next weekend. Aren't you? This Sunday. Yeah. Sammy, lucky you. So what do you fly in? We're going to start on gliders and then... I think for field day, we move on to real planes. <laughs> Very exciting. Sounds wonderful. And is anybody else in CCF? Isabel, James, are you CCF people? Yes, I'm part of the army section. Aha, right. And and I'm guessing with the army, it, there's, a, there's a bit of arms involved. Do you do some training? Do you look any marching? Yeah, we do a lot of marching. We also do like weapons handling tests. So we have like, we're able to use weapons on field days. Um, also a lot of first aid and how to build a basher, things like that things you wouldn't expect to learn you do it's really fun it sounds like things that are really going to set you up for the future as well yep <laughs> <laughs> definitely james what about you so i'm part of the royal navy section at school oh, we're very well represented today aren't yeah. we <laughs> service in the room yeah uh, and, and and you do you get to go on the p2000s have you been on one yet yeah so no not yet but basically so we do a lot of sailing based stuff and we've been on i went on the cavalier last month the hms cavalier and we've got field day coming up as well. So we do a lot of sort of Royal Naval base visits. And yeah, we do a lot of field day. I take my watch sailing sort of um, every few months. So yeah, definitely get involved in the Navy. You obviously enjoy it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, you're, making, you're leaving me absolutely breathless. I'm going to ask you what your hopes for the future futures are now. And what do you want to do? So should we start with you, James, as you're nearest to the microphone? Yeah, so um, I'm looking at sort of the university route. So... Obviously, I take history for my A-level, so that's something I want to sort of carry on further. So I'm looking at a history degree at the moment. And then what? Do you know? Any ideas? No, I'm not not sure at the moment. Um, I'm quite into... I'd like to work in a city, so uh, finance, something like that makes sense, but something to do with property as well. So, yeah, something like that. Well, if you do that, then you can afford to buy your own P2000, your own boat, can't you? That'll be fine. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Isabel, what about you? Um, Like James, I'm also thinking about university. Um, Because I do PE, biology, I'm kind of looking into physiotherapy, like sports rehab, things like that. Because of my love for sport, I feel like it's nice to continue that pathway. And I know I've always wanted to go into something sports-related. It's just I'm still not 100% sure, but I think that's where I want to 
do a degree in. I see you may be combining the army, you know, army officer, physiotherapist. They, you Never know, know maybe. Fantastic. <laughs> All sounds good to me. Yes. <laughs> what about Sammy? I'm thinking of doing a degree in maths and philosophy, combining the two fundamentals of life. For the future, I don't know, maybe research, who knows at this point. Yeah, it's a bit, a bit early, isn't it, really? Yeah. Gamram, shall we finish with you on your future? Uh, yeah, no, I'd quite like to do uh, music and philosophy uh, or, or just music. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm headed. And then afterwards, uh, yeah, no, not really sure. I'm just going to hope that one day I'll have an epiphany or fall into place. <laughs> <laughs> not going to go straight from head of school to prime minister. Is that a bit of a way to go before no, that? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to stick with you, Cameron, because I've got one final question for all of you, actually, so you could to be thinking. I want you to tell me what you would say to a younger you, perhaps a year seven, who was just coming into Brentwood. What would you tell them? I would say just throw yourself into, you know, the whole the whole programme. It's It's, you know, there's so much on offer and the earlier you get involved the you know the further you can climb up the ranks and you know when when you get to sixth form it's you know the opportunities are endless really so yeah no i'd just say get involved as much as possible very sage advice shall we shall we bring in isabel yeah i would say something similar just seize every opportunity try everything because you never know what you could like from like sports and societies music drama you don't know until you try it and i would just say don't be nervous it may seem really daunting at first but once you get to know everyone in all your classes it's not scary at all and you will love every minute of it just be yourself I'd say and is that something that the the pre's help with are are you sort of part of the system that that encourages the youngsters when they come in and makes them feel at home yeah so I'm I'm the deputy head who's assigned to the prep school with the transitioning pupils from year six and year if I no year six and year seven so hopefully I'll help them to realize that it's not too scary and then they'll see like familiar faces as they go up the school and feel a bit more like a family already before they even get there it is a bit scary though even I in my great age I remember back it is scary isn't it I was terrified but you, you do your best to make it better yeah definitely fantastic let's ask Sammy what her advice would be I think for a year seven coming in I'd say appreciate your time here because there is really never a dull day in Brentwood School. Also speak to the older year groups and don't be afraid to just go up and ask them anything. I think a few episodes ago Mr Cooper said the music department was like a family that transcends year groups and I think having that connection even in any department is really helpful coming into the school. Perfect advice there and finally James, giant James. Yeah so so I'm going to sort of take a piece of everyone's everyone's point I'm just going to say I think it's really important to sort of learn faces and learn learn people who they are sort of where they're on the school so I've always sort of made it an effort to sort of interact with people have conversations I just think it's important to sort of yeah get involved and don't sort of restrict yourself just your year I'd say when you first join just learn faces. Some fantastic advice there. Thank you very much indeed. Good advice for life as well, actually. Just get involved, go for it and talk to people. So it's been wonderful to catch up with you today. Thank you very much indeed to uh, Cameron, head of school, to Isabel and to Sammy and to James and uh, very good luck for the future. That's it for this episode and thank you for listening. To find out more, check out the school website, brentwoodschool.co.uk. Now, our next episode is coming out soon. So in the meantime, don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.